joining us now is Professor Sean Handy, COVID-19 modeler from Auckland University. Sean, thank you so much for making time for us this afternoon. Uh, no worries. Good afternoon. Thanks for your time, Sean. Now, I've had a few friends suggest to me, how come we went into level four in Auckland with one case? We didn't know where they'd been. Um, similarly, Hamilton, how come they've, they've escaped that fate? Yeah, look, I, I think it's because the, the government um, is, you know, suspects that it's, these cases are tied to the Auckland outbreak. Um, so that the, the worst case scenario is you know, not quite as bad as what we were facing in Auckland back in, in mid-August. Mm. Um, and I guess the other thing that, that's happened is our vaccination program is, is a long way along now. Um, you know, we've still got a ways to go, but actually the vaccination program will actually be, be cutting spread now. So mm. uh, the chances that we're dealing with sort of, you know, what we were in Auckland, which was couple of hundred cases by the time we discovered that cluster, you know, it's, it's much less risky um, in the Waikato at the moment. Well, what are the scenarios that could play out now? Because we, I understand that the case has been in, in play since the 27th of, uh, of September. So what, what scenarios have you got playing out for Hamilton and the rest of us? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I think um, it, it'll depend on how close those links are back back to uh, back to Auckland um, as to as to what we're looking at. But but you know, quite possibly we're looking at an extended um, stay and alert level three for for the Waikato. Um, you know, we might get lucky. Sometimes you just do get lucky with with COVID. Uh, you know, whether someone is a super spreader or not, like Wellington. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or the or the Coromandel. Um, you know, sometimes you, every time we have one of these cases, we roll the dice, and and sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. Um, you, you know, so it may be that we we don't find a lot of secondary cases. I mean, we know that that um, you know, if you're a household contact of someone who has um, the Delta variant and you haven't been vaccinated, you're at quite high risk. Um, but but if you are vaccinated, if you're in, and you know you've maybe just encountered this person out in the community, the risks are a lot less. Talking about your modelling, uh, using your modelling, um, days like today where there are 33 cases, which is the second worst since the 45, and and one of the worst since this outbreak began. Obviously, we got uh, uh, up to around about 80 uh, early on. Uh, are these aberrations, or is this looking like it's more of a trend in the wrong direction? Yeah, look, I think this is a trend in the wrong direction. You know, we shifted to um, alert level three in the knowledge that we were taking a bit of a risk. Um, you know, the, the really the, the best outcome under alert level three was we quickly wrapped up this cluster in Auckland um, and eliminated again. Otherwise, you know, alert level three is, is really a holding, um, holding uh, a strategy uh, while we roll out the vaccine program. And, and so I think at this stage, given we've seen numbers increase around about the time we might expect to see them with alert level three, um, it, it probably means we're, we, you know, we're going to see numbers continue to increase. And really what's going to get it at, us out of the situation is, is our vaccine program. It's the school holidays. Um, people in Hamilton, um, they could go anywhere they wanted. Uh, how much does that um, play a part in whatever scenarios can play out? Yeah, when, once things get outside the the Auckland um, boundary, then you know there's there's a high chance of, of cases cropping up in, in other parts of the country. I mean, certainly the Waikato is as you know a major neighbouring region is at more risk, um, and and people moving now from the Waikato to other parts of the country, um, you know, certainly could could spread the virus. So. 
you know, we've got to we've got to continue to do the basics well. You've got to continue to monitor for uh, for symptoms. Keep an eye on locations of interest, uh, and if you have been in any of those locations of interest as they come out, um, you know, then then you should be isolating and, and getting a test. What about uh, given that you might be able to mount an argument for level four? Um, what about the the fact that we're going to level three, but we're waiting till midnight? Isn't there? A, shouldn't we be just saying, look, it's it's level three. Wherever you were, stop what you're doing and get home. Um, and, I mean, and- yeah, yeah. Look, I mean that that that's that's something. I, I think it's a bit of a judgment call. I, it does take a while for businesses to to reset things um, and move to to alert level three. Um, so so yeah, you know the government has mm. to sort of weigh up the ability of people yeah. actually to to go into level three when it makes a call like that. Does your modelling tell you anything about how we're tracking with the vaccination rate? I mean, we've got twenty one point one percent of people unvaccinated, but are you, are you able to look and go actually we're we're trending? to get past 90%? Yeah, look, we, we, we don't try and model the, the vaccine uptake. We, you know, it's hard, it's hard to know where we're going to end up at. I mean, certainly numbers have, have dropped away since those, those peaks that we had last month when we really were, you know, particularly in Auckland, um, showing up in, in thousands. Um, what, you know, what we can do with the modelling is we can sort of estimate how, how much of an effect um, the, the current vaccination is, and even project a little bit forward based on 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 the um, on the bookings that we have and that we can see in the system. At the moment, we're cutting the spread by about fifty percent. Um, that's going to continue to increase this month. Um, you know, it will mean that that we it'll give our contact tracers a um, greater ability to stamp, stamp out these outbreaks. It'll mean that eventually. Um, we can maybe move down to even if we even if we don't stamp this outbreak out, we can move down to maybe an alert level two and a half. Um, but that's still some time away, particularly if numbers drop away um, this month in vaccination. If if Aucklanders can turn out, you know, and yeah. people in other parts of the country turn out in numbers this month, you know, we could really be getting towards the end of this rollout. Um, you know. Um, uh, the availability of the vaccine is no longer an issue for us. We've got we've got as much as we need now, yeah. um, and so it really is just people's willingness to to, um, to get vaccinated. You know, protect their family, protect their community, and let us get back to normal life. So I think we can uh, all agree that we we can kiss goodbye level two for Auckland tomorrow, uh, despite the fact that Jacinda Ardern mentioned that the Hamilton outbreak was being treated as 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 differently. Uh, let's also kiss something else goodbye. We're never getting to zero cases now, are we? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I, you know, it's possible as we get towards the end of the of the vaccine rollout that we might be able to stamp this this cluster out. But you know, I, I think the new normal will be um, cases in the community from from time to time. Even once we complete our vaccine program, um, you, you know, we're we're not going to get to population immunity by vaccination alone. That means we'll need all these other tools. We'll need our contact tracers for for the next few years to be on their game. Uh, we'll need to keep up our masking. We'll need to continue to take tests. Um, you know, ho- hopefully we'll have a availability of rapid tests that we can use that are a little bit less invasive and, and can give you a result um, yeah, hope so. you know, very quickly. You know, all those things are going to become part of our life okay. over the next year. Uh, a word about the protests. So initially it was said there were 2,000 people. It was probably actually more like 1,000. So at least right. it wasn't 2,000. If there was someone who was... COVID-19 positive in that protest. What could you see happening from here? Yeah, I mean, what we know from overseas, you know, we haven't had too many of these sorts of protests. Um, You know, outdoors, um, even with Delta, um, risks are lower. But where you really get spread from these kind of events is where people, you you know, they've they've travelled together um, to, to um, to the protest or they've 
they've they've socialised afterwards. So it's those kind of you know when it, when you're outdoors, it, it's it's not so bad. It's the things you do on your way to going outdoors or um, you know or afterwards that are really risky. And certainly we've seen um, similar things happen overseas that have kicked off um, further spread. So you know again, let's just keep our fingers crossed that's not the case. Sean Handy, last question. Is there anything that would make people feel slightly hopeful today that you could share? Uh, if you if you don't feel it, you don't have to. I'm, t- I'm Look, just fe- yeah. I'm feeling the most We're down. Hell. I'm feeling the most down today that I have, and I've been made fun for being so optimistic through this. But yeah. even today, I was like, oh no, oh no. Look, we did we did. There was a good study that came in. A couple of couple of good um, pieces of science that have come in just over the last week. Um, one is we, we're starting to get confirmation about how how effective the vaccine is at, at stopping onwards transmission, and it, it's looking it's looking pretty good. Um, so so you know that tells us that our vaccination program is the right way to go. Um, and then there was a there's a, a new treatment. Um, there was some some early um, trials um, that have completed, and and it's a, it's a pill that you can take early on, and um, if you catch COVID. It's an antiviral, and and it seems to be pretty effective at keeping people out of hospital and and reducing severity of disease if you go into hospital. So so this might be something that we see, um, you know, here um, in, in the next year, and would really, you know, be another thing in our toolkit to help. Be a nice, COVID. a nice added assumption to include in your modelling, then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll, it, you know. T- just just reduces the risks of pe- people dying or or suffering you know severe consequences from from the virus. So oh, um, we, we'll certainly be looking into 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 that and how how that might influence how things play out next year. There you go. I'm feeling a tiny bit better. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. We appreciate you being on the yep, program. Thanks for your time. That's Professor no Sean problem. Handy, COVID nineteen modeler at the University of Auckland.